0: People, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Bug Show. Bringing to you today some more Napoleon Hill. A day before my trip to Singapore. Oh my God. It's next door, but oh my God. I'll be going there. Stay tuned for all those and all those blogs and all those things and all those happenings and all those. Oh, There's going to be a lot happening over those two days. (laughs) But guys, we got to stay focused. Clear the cobwebs. That's right. You got to clear the cobwebs from your thinking. What's the cobwebs? Guys, I'm going to give you a story. You know what? I actually read this. I read it. Damn it, I read it. I read it. I read it. Yeah, I did. <sighs> 2015, I already told you this story. You know, back in 2015, I remember I was talking to this girl. I knew she was batshit crazy, but I kept continue talking to her. Her first message, she was talking about something about September 11th. And this is a Thai girl working for Thai Airways. And she was talking about something about uh, September 11th and these, cr- these people from this specific group did that. And then she ended up threatening me. She ended up saying, you know what, I'm going to get dangerous people to kick your face in. I'm going to get you blacklisted for my country. My father works, is the chief and head of the exec immigration, da, 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 da. And I remember showing this, this specific message to my friend, my Ugandan warrior friend, my African warrior. He said, holy shit. I hope you already blocked her. And I said, yes. He said, do not go on that website again and do not. First of all, you need to be able to shut down conversations immediately if you believe that they're going sour. She went, I don't, boy. And you know what? When that happened, I was terrified. I was terrified for the next three months. I had cobwebs all over the place. And because I had those cobwebs all over the place, I wasn't able to think clearly. I thought Thai women were completely evil right after that. That's right. I had, cop. Ooh, I'm telling you, it was like a dark shroud, this heavy, heavy mass that was just hanging right over my head, because I've never been threatened like that before in my life, yes, 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 I know I wrote in the blog, I said I've been robbed at gunpoint, broad daylight, right outside my high school in 2003, yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it, these things happen, I know you guys are like, what, you were robbed, well this guy asked me for money, and he said if you're lying to me, And I knew he had a gun on him because he was covering something underneath his shirt. And I said, Hey, I'm going to give you this, and I'm leaving. He's like, All right. I gave him a dollar and 75 cents. I said, I ain't got shit else. (sighs) And my brother said, Hey, you know what? It was your fault. It's crazy, huh? I love my family. (laughs) Anyways, let's focus here. So, what Napoleon Hill said in his book he said, Sometimes we have undesirable habits and we want to correct them. And there are times when we are strongly tempted to do wrong. Then, like an insect caught in a spider's web, we struggle to get free. Our conscious wi- I'm sorry, our conscious will is in- what oh yeah, there we go. Our conscious will is in conf- oh my god, I cannot speak. These sentences sucks. Conflict with our imagination and the will of our subconscious mind. The more we struggle, the more we become entrapped. That's basically how it works. Guys, I'm going to be honest. Okay, I'm honest all the time, right? But you know what? To be honest with you, like the auto suggestion, like I talked about in the previous podcast, my mom reaffirmed this, reaffirmed to this. She reaffirmed this over and over and over repeatedly for such a long time. And the most shocking part about all of it was. She created that reality and she her, her mind was literally untra- entrapped and caged to the point where she's been living in a neighborhood she has absolutely hated for such a long time. That's my mom. And you know what? I try introducing the secret to her. I try in- introducing the secret to my brother. Of course, this is all part of the law of attraction, yada, yada, yada. Uh, but the thing is... That is the truth, and a lot of people would try to say, "Oh, well, you know, the mumbo jumbo or the law of attraction, not not you know, being grateful, gratitude." No, honestly, all of the personal development coaches, from Vishen Lachmane all the way over to Tony Robbins, they in some way talk about the law of attraction. And you know what? A negative mind will give you a negative life. And that's what my mom has been entrapped in for so long because, see, she's still basically choosing the victim role, of course, with her shitty-ass husband, uh, formerly known as my father. Uh, You know, him being such a shitty father, whatever, or whoever did whatever wrong, I don't give a damn. But she is still angry about that. She's been angry about that since the early 90s. And until she gets – well, she's going to go all the way through the rest of her life just angry because she's entrapped – And so, guys, PMA means everything in the world. And you know what? One of the cobwebs of our thinking is to assume that we act from reason alone. Okay? There's always a reason behind everything. And you know what? But in reality, every conscious act is the result of doing what we want to do. We make decisions, there is a tendency when reasoning to draw conclusions favorable to the stronger inner urges of our subconscious mind and this tendency exists in everyone. Even the great thinkers and philosophers. And this is what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to give you a nice little story about your man Socrates. Yes, he too had some cobwebs within him. Now, I took this right out of the book. I thought this was a very, very compelling story. So, you guys better basically grab your chair for this one. So, here we go. This is the story of Mr. Socrates. So, of course, we know who he is. The Athenian philosopher lived from like 400, like five, fifteen hundred years ago. And, of course, he's gone down in history as one of the most outstanding thinkers of all time. As wise as he was, there were some cobwebs in his thinking, too. Because you know what? When he was a young man, Socrates, man, he fell in love with Xanthippe. I I can't even say the name. I don't even know what that means. But you know what? Basically, she was, a, she was a beautiful woman. You know what? Socrates, he wasn't good looking. Okay? You look at all the statues, he was a little ugly. Okay? But you know what? He was very persuasive. All right. Persuasive individuals seem to have the ability to get what they want. Right. It's kind of like those same stupid ass persuasive (laughs) individuals, all the former leaders of America and all the former generals, General Ulysses of the Confederate Army, the Union Army. They were so persuasive that they were able to march millions of men into a dumb war, as Vishen Lakhiani said in one of his podcasts with Jim Quick. (laughs) It's the truth. It is the truth. But you know what? They just seemingly always get what they want. So Socrates was very, very successful at persuading Xanthippe to marry him. So, are you seeing only the moats in the other fellow's eye? And you know what, after the honeymoon? After it was over, of course, things didn't go along so well in the house. His wife began to see his faults, and he saw hers. He was motivated by egoism, which Napoleon Hill named in his book, *In The Law of Success, as one of the deadly seven horsemen that linger within the mind of humanity. Yeah, he suffered from it. He was selfish. She was always nagging him. And Socrates, you know what Socrates actually said at one point? He said, my aim in life is to get on well with people. I chose Zanti P because I knew if I could get on well with her. I can get along well with anyone. That's what he said. But his actions disproved his words. It is questionable that he tried to get on well with more than a few. When you always try to prove to people whom you meet that they are wrong. Okay, I talked about this Dale Carnegie's book. Remember, never try to make someone feel wrong. or That's the quickest way to make enemies. But you know what? You... Ultimately repel rather than you attract. And that's exactly what Socrates did. You know. He endured. Xanthi nagging all these things. Right. For his own personal self-discipline. But he would have developed real self-discipline. Had he tried to understand his wife. And to influence her. Through the same considerate intentions. And expressions of love. That he used in persuading her. To marry him. To begin with. He didn't see the beam in his own eye, but he saw the mote in her eye. And you know what? Of course, she wasn't blameless either. Socrates and her, you know, there were a lot of different husbands and wives, you know, all these things that are going on today and from back then. And you know what? Ultimately, this led to neglect. Okay. And they weren't able to communicate their true feelings of affection, which a lot of marriages take place around the world today. People just aren't communicating whatsoever. No understanding, no love for each other, and you know what? <sighs> that ended up having, they ed- ended up just pleasing their own personalities and their own mental attitudes, and they were, ended up living that experience for the longest. And you know what? That's called negligence, and negligence is a cobweb too. And that is the end of that story. So you know what? If you look at some of the greatest people on the planet, we're all human beings. And you know what? If you never really sit down and see what this person is. You know what? I was just thinking about it today. You know, one of my students said, hey Arsenio, do you have a you know teacher? Do you have a, a girlfriend? I said, nah, nah. He said, why? Well, well what am I going to say? Am I going to tell him Oh, because um, I got to tell him the truth. Is it me or is it Thai women? You know what? I really, I'm really starting to ask myself because I do believe that I am a magnificently individual, uh, wonderful individual. But at the same time, is that egoism? But at the same, at another token, of course, Thai women. There aren't that many Thai women who would give me the time of day. And the thing is, I am very, very picky. Yes, I'm not going to date a girl straight out of Seven Eleven. Okay, that's just not how I roll. I'm not going to date a university student. I mean, unless they have. I mean, I, I just, hell no. I don't see that. I'm 29. People gotta be—they gotta be on the same wavelength as me, you know, as me. Yes, there is a girl that I actually work out with uh, from time to time, and she's just wonderful. There is another girl who's actually a tomboy that I love so much, but she's dating a flight attendant for Bangkok Airways, and all these other things. Guys, to be honest with you, there are a lot of girls that actually I'm very attracted to because their personalities are just beaming with sheer joy. But is it me? Is it I? Is it something wrong with me? If I'm almost 30 years old and I've been living here in Thailand for five years, am I the problem? Am I the problem? This is what I'm thinking about. And this is what I'm going to continue thinking about for so long. Because you know what? I know I don't have problems, but maybe they might see something that they don't like in me. And of course, my last ex-girlfriend, she said, you know what? You would always, you know, talk about the oh, white this, white that, and you joke, just keep be, you know, playing the victim role. And I'm like, okay, I got that. Let me write that down. Stop playing the victim role, Arsenio. Get over that bullshit. Stop recreating a, a, a reality that isn't true. And if it is true, stop creating it in your subconscious mind because it's going to end up tormenting you forever, Think about it, guys. Think about your marriage, your relationships. Think about everything in terms of this because this is the beginning of Chapter 3 in terms of us clearing our conscious and subconscious minds because that's what we're experiencing around us. Are you happy are you content with your life, your world right now? Because if you're not, you got some cobwebs in your thinking. And What are those cobwebs? And are you going to attend to them? Those are some questions I'm going to leave you with today. And with that being said, guys, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. Gary V will be another pre-recorded podcast uh, on Monday morning. Why? Because I will be heading to the airport. Once I check into Singapore and probably later on that night, I will be doing another podcast in terms of my travels to Singapore. Unfortunately, I do not have any friends in Singapore, but I will be probably doing a podcast with, of course, one of my ex-students out there who's going to one of the universities who I wanted to do a podcast interview with uh, just to basically, you know, clean up in terms of... um, uh, just to have another podcast because I'm going to be doing uh, probably quarterly or like, you know, half yearly, whatever you want to call it. Every six months, I would love to do a podcast with her. I just want to see her grow as an individual. This is going to be something magnificent over the next 15 to 20 years. So we're going to just see that, guys. Stay tuned for more podcasts as always. Stay tuned to my blogs, my Twitter, all that stuff. I post so many different things. And as always, thank you guys so much for your full-on support. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.